Well, that's not very smooth. That's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender teach real estate best practices by talking through mistakes we've seen and made. We compared earlier when we were chatting to like a hotel. The smoother you want the transaction, the less money you can end up in your pocket with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing, a lot of people feel like buying a house is just like going down to the grocery store, you just pick it up off the shelf, you take it to the counter and you pay for it and you're done. Um, these are most home transactions are not like that. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I'm Tyler Kazare, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric West, Utah Real Estate Agent. Today we're talking about hard transactions. We're talking easy about transactions. Easy transactions. Smooth transactions. We're talking about the oh. difference between the two and what makes it easy, what makes it hard, and why you might want to, in the middle of a transaction, just give up and, and crawl under a rock and say, I don't care anymore. Which, my two bits, is if you're dealing with a decent real estate agent or lender, they've hit that at some time in their yeah. career. And they're just like, guaranteed. I'm out. Yeah, I'm done, I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> and that's actually what makes them a good real estate agent because they've dealt with those challenges yeah. and they're still a real estate agent or they're still a lender <laughs> or they're still whatever it is they are, right? One of my loan officers today was just like, I can't do this. And I was like, I just, <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't do this, you, I'm you done. Can do it. You can do it, you can do it. But I just, I just smiled at him because like I, I know he's got the determination. And I was like, this is like, you're, you, you're earning your stripes right now. Yes. This is this is what's going to make you good at your job. Exactly. Like, yeah, because he's bouncing through it. But the next time the situation comes up, and he's like, hey, I, my my uh, email I sent out today was actually uh-huh. in, inspired mm-hmm. by him. The mobile home. Yes. Right? The mobile homes. Anyway, next time it comes up, he's going to be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Have you looked at this, this, and this? Yeah. I know these things. Yeah. Because I got burned by them. Yeah. <laughs> so burned them. So there's a reason that we host this podcast. Um, <laughs> because as real estate agents, at least Eric and I, um, we have run into some doozies. And we, this is why we talk about it. Because we've run into these things and we want other people to not suffer as much as we did when we went through these things. We have, Eric and I kind of have a reputation among our brokerage um, because we've run into all these weird transactions. And the nice thing, the the thing that about it that sucks is that we had to go through all these things, right? But the thing about it that's nice is we can advise so many different agents because agents come to us and they ask us questions because they're like, I've never dealt with this. And you guys (laughs) apparently have because you have an episode about it or you guys have dealt with this weird thing and I want to know how did you do it, right? It makes it nice. Well, and that's where this back to this, the podcast of you need information to make educated decisions. Well, that's the same thing that happens when you're actually doing the transaction. And if we're doing it, we need the information. We've learned the information so we can help give you guys those information. So then that you you can make that educated decision on that weird situation that you're doing. Yes. And not just guessing. So the first thing, my biggest pet peeve or wish if I could cure one thing it's that my borrowers these the buyers clients right? the buyers the se- even the sellers know what you want it sounds so easy like I want to sell my house well do you want just the home sold do you want top dollar do you want like 
on what conditions do you want sold? Are you okay with a short closing time frame? Do you need a longer? Like what? What do you want? So this this brings up a good a good question because we had a client that we had talked to, um, and we were asking that we showed up to our listing appointment and we were chatting with them about it and said oh, we presented all these options and he, he sat back and went well that's not what the last three agents asked me we're like well <laughs> we're not the last three agents that's the thing is we presented all this other information and we said look how are you going to make your decision on which way you want to go do you just want to sell your home and buy another one and that is it like you're just moving from here to here and that's it Okay, hmm. that's fine. Do you, yeah, do you want to <laughs> buy two houses? Do you want to move to a different city? Do you want kind of loan? Do you want to do? How are you working the jobs? A lot of different situations out there. We compared it earlier when we were chatting to like a hotel. The smoother you want the transaction, the less money you're going to end up in your pocket with. Yeah, yeah, and and the crazy thing a lot of people feel like buying a house is just like going down to the grocery store you just pick it up off the shelf you take it to the counter and you pay for it and you're done um, these are most home transactions are not like that they are not um, easy peasy you just grab it and go they can be yeah if, if, if that's what you want do you want an easy the, transaction yeah. I, want, I want a house there's a house I'll take a house there you go done and that can happen, mm -hmm. but your real estate agent, especially, and also your lender, oh, um, is is trying to protect you from overpaying for a house or protect you from liabilities or challenges that could come during the buying process or honestly during the selling process, yeah. right? They're yeah, trying to help you because real estate agents have this thing called a fiduciary duty and so does a lender. Not as um, much. But, not as much, but, yeah. but we have this fiduciary responsibility, which is to say we're responsible for making sure that you're not harmed. Well, let's say a realtor has a heavy fiduciary yes. duty. A real estate agent has about the same fiduciary duty as a lender, which there is some implied, but a realtor will do much more to take care of you. Right. And so, you know, you can walk up to a house and say, I want to buy this. Look at the list price, say, well, it's 350000 Say, well, I'll just buy it for four hundred. I'm happy. Right, you just smooth pay top dollar for it. That's yeah. going to be a super smooth transaction because the sellers are like, sweet, this dude wants to overpay this, by yes. 50 grand. Um, but on the other side, if you say, all right, well, let's let's get to the real price of this thing. Let's present a reasonable offer and let's go through the process. You're going to get some some bumps and bangs along the way. And you just need to be ready for that. Yeah. So um, you alluded to this earlier, uh, Jason, the idea that people don't know exactly what they want. Right. Mm -hmm. So our first piece of advice is to seriously consider what is it what it is that you want. Not just, I want to buy a house, I want to sell a house. And what implications are going to happen because of it. Yes. So you've been in a house, you bought it a while ago, um, appreciation's been great, you've got tons of money, this is your primary residence. Mm -hmm. you, you're going to realize capital gains, talk to your CPA, blah, blah, blah. But like, what implications does this, does this have? What else is going to occur that you won't even realize until months down the road? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that, that's our first piece of advice. Yeah. Like, know yeah. what you want and operate, collaborate with your agent, with your lender, with your other professionals who are trying to yes. help you and make it all work. Put them all in contact because they're all gonna need to talk to each other at some point and work through the deal and make sure that everybody's on the same page. So wait a minute, you're saying communication is key? <laughs> Holy cow. I am saying communication is the most important piece of any transaction 
full stop. Yes. And that is another like huge one is, and that goes with the agents, with the lender, with your accountant, with whoever you're dealing with on this transaction. Follow up. If you're getting texts or emails and you want phone calls, say that. If you're getting yes. phone calls and you would rather have texts and emails, say that. Communicate with that. Hey, I just sent you a bunch of documents. Did you receive them? We do that on the real estate side. We send over a contract. Immediately, we turn around and we find out from the the other side, hey, we just sent a contract. Did you receive it? Yes. Now we know they received it. We can sleep better that night. We know it's they're going <laughs> to review it. But if you don't ask, what happens if it went to their junk mail? What happens if I typed the wrong email? <laughs> Send it to the wrong person. <laughs> what, what, what this happens? has happened. This yeah. all happens. So a quick text to the lender. Hey, I just sent you all my bank statements. Did you get them? Yep, we're good. Got them. Yeah. Now are you're those, good. Are those the bank statements you needed? Does that is that the format yep. that works? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that. The communication is key. Otherwise, you're going to create a nightmare because all of that stuff will get worked out because that's his job on the money side. Yeah, the lender so, will find out. Do you want to handle the situation, have it smart at the beginning, or do you want to be super stressed at the end and then end up making uh, decisions that might cost you money? Well, and realize this, that the real estate professionals, the lending professional only get their money when you get your home. Like when (laughs) you get what you want and then we get what we want after that. So if you want a transaction to go smoothly, be super open. Like. I've had clients lie to me about their financial situation or what money's going where, where it's coming from where, but I'm heavily monitored by the federal government under compliance. So it's not just a fiscal fiduciary, it's a fiduciary responsibility to my investors. Mm -hmm. So I will dig deep. I I actually just um, yesterday found out I have a self-employed borrower who owns tons of properties. And he's like, man, I'm gonna get a personal banker. It'll be easier. And their agent's like, I don't think so. Maybe you should ask them. So, like, it's pretty across the board. Like, lenders, like, we're in the business because we're in the business of of knowing things. So, Knowing everything there is to know about a financial situation. That's what makes a good lender a good lender. And so they're going to dig. Just expect that. Yep. So that's, so that's our second thing, like, communication and open communication, which actually dovetails into the next piece, which is assumptions, right? Don't, I mean, you hear this everywhere. Everyone's heard that phrase. Don't make a what? Well, assumptions (laughs) make something out of someone else. Anyway, yeah. You and me. Don't do an assumption. Don't assume. Okay. Um, We recently had, just kind of talking about that story earlier, we recently had a borrower who was sending documents to the lender and was absolutely certain that she had sent everything that there was needed to the lender. And the lender... It's being sent. It's like, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. How's this happening? There was an assumption on the part of the lender, or on the part of the borrower, that they were sending the documents to the right place. There was an assumption on the part of the lender that they just like were not not, not, doing, just anything. not doing anything. Um, really, what was happening is both, both ships were passing in the night, and they had no idea that the other one was out there. It turns out they were sending those documents to the wrong email address. <laughs> and so the borrower Which was is bad. Yes, yeah, bad. Send your W twos and taxes. To yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know who it is. We call that an identity theft uh, kit. Uh, yeah, know. yeah, ready made. <laughs> it's just here you go. It's it's packaged uh, for you. Yeah. Anyway, so when 
when you assume, it becomes a problem. Now, whether you're a buyer, a seller, a lender, an attorney, what have you in this whole process, when you make an assumption, it's gonna go bad. And even if it's a professional, like you're dealing with another uh, professional that's been doing the business a long time, and you're you're like, oh, I don't have to double check with Jason. He's been doing lending for what? 47 years now about that <laughs> you know i mean he's bald he's lost it he's gone his transactions have stressed him out yeah. so i don't need to double check with them he's already done everything he's done it all now you just made that mistake because that will most likely be the transaction that goes not good yeah. or don't assume that you know what the tax guy is doing or the financial planner or the financial planner assuming what's best in the real estate world. Like as a borrower or buyer seller, keep your professionals in their lanes. Yes. Don't take real estate advice from a financial planner. Don't take tax advice from a mortgage guy or a real estate agent. And if you have questions about trying to work something out, so say you're doing like maybe a little bit crazier investment and you're trying to split off some stuff and buy multiple deals, there's nothing wrong with the agent going, hey, I think we can do this, but let's get your accountant on the phone and let's get a group call and run together. So that way the accountant can ask the agent who's trying to do what they're trying to do because most likely the client, they've never heard of what's happening. So they're like, I don't even know the right questions to ask. Let's let you two talk and I want to listen. That's okay because yes. now all the information is happening and we're not letting somebody try to guess yeah. on what that is and then they end up getting screwed. So get the communicating parties that backs up to what Tyler said earlier is get them all on the phone. Get them in com- communication with each other. The sooner the better. Yeah. So that's our third piece of, of wisdom. Just don't make assumptions, right? Be open with our communication. That's number mm-hmm. two, right? Um, and then know what you want. That's that was the first one that we talked about. Um, all right, and and that actually brings us to our last piece, which is emotions. Mm-hmm. Why are emotions dangerous in a transaction Don't of fall this in size? love with your client? What <laughs> is that? What you're well, talking about? I was talking about more. Well, work out for real estate agents is typically falling in love the the client falling in love with the home or. So, Back in my furniture sales days, right? When the manipulation tactics were brought out, that's that's when I learned the value of ethics that let me sleep at night. To heck with everybody else. Do I feel good about myself? Because you learn really quickly (laughs) that people will spend more on what they want than what they need. Indeed. Just look at cars. Do you need a sports car? Yes. Yes. It's the really Which nice thing. Tyler things. and I both have one. Yeah. And Jason does not. Right. I have a truck. <laughs> um, but um, if you can keep all human, all human decisions are made on emotion, mm-hmm. which is based on logic. But the emotion is based on logic, not the decision. People are like, no, I get the facts, which then creates emotion, which then. Mm-hmm. So have love for your goal. As, as professionals have love for your client mm-hmm. and then let them make the decision, help them make the decision. Yeah. And you'll genuinely kind of see this a little bit um, with agents who try to ask a lot of questions about what status you're in, yes. uh, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish down the road, what part of life are you in? Are you trying to establish uh, a wealth 
system for your kids down the road. That's why they're asking you questions that you didn't even think about, like how many homes do you really want to own? Do you want 10? Well, I don't know, I've never asked that. Well, they're asking questions because they need to make decisions now that will set you up for this later. So mm -hmm. they're getting emotionally involved in your situation so they can better take care of your situation, not just stepping back and going, I'm just here for a paycheck. Yeah, what do you, what do you want done? Yeah, let's, let's move this along. Yeah. Because that will help when the problems arise in those transactions because now that agent or the lender is there, they really care about that client, about you and going, I, this has got to happen. I, this, yes, we need to do it this way. And this is why. And it's going to be a I headache understand. and I'm not going to sleep and I'm going to be working this weekend to make this happen, but it's going to be a better for the client. Yeah. So that's our fourth pillar and the fourth piece of, a piece of wisdom, which is just um, reduce the emotions. We know we can't get rid of emotions entirely, but do your best to reduce the emotion. Um, as we talked about earlier, stay high in your communication, open the doors, don't guard anything because it's going to get uncovered and it well, will and, be known. And know that the professionals you should be hiring to protect you. So though that's yeah. the one where you want to be open and let them decide well, how much to disclose. And don't forget to ask questions. Like, just ask. I, I was just in a, a recent listing real quick. Uh, I like story time. Um, and when I walked into the listing, they said, hey, this is gonna be a super quick meeting. I said, great, that's perfect. I have somewhere I have to be tonight anyway. Three hours later, <laughs> I left. And it was fine because they kept seating closer and closer on the edge of the couch because more questions like, oh, we can ask this. Hey, we feel comfortable about this. Hey, let's ask this. Let's find out this. Hey, we're putting solar on tomorrow because our solar guy said we should do that because it's a smart investment for our home and we won't have a problem selling it because the new buyer can just automatically get approved. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and do that. And I went, your solar guy does not know anything about real estate. He may know solar, that is it. And they went, we wish we would have talked to you earlier because we feel we just made a $40,000, uh oh. Yeah, which because they did. Because yeah. <laughs> they got it installed already um, because oh, they had already signed yeah. everything. So, Oops. but they asked questions. If you, there's no harm in asking. You make need your professionals to ask. talk to your professionals. Exactly. Yeah. And make your professionals earn their pay, right? Because you're paying them for something. They may as well work for you. So like we don't we don't mind being put to task. We're often, Eric and I, asked to go to task on something. Um, and we, we don't mind that because we know at the end of it, like that's why we're being paid. You know, well, and remember so that like people. you hired the agent, you hired the lender, you hired the accountant. If they're being turds, get rid of them. <laughs> so, so elegant, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> so what did we learn? Well, my key takeaway is there is a reason that smooth transactions are smooth. You're going to pay for it somewhere in your transaction. Uh, just do listen to those four pieces of wisdom and make sure that we uh, have a smooth transaction. It's important to encourage communication that's honest and open uh, with your goal in mind. 
Uh, remember that you need to go look up the definition of what assuming means. Because <laughs> it will happen and you will not like it if you do that on your transaction. Have you had a perfectly smooth transaction? We want to hear about it. Put a comment below and tag your agent. You can not tag your agent if it was a not a good transaction, but we still want to hear about it. Yeah. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at the Utah Real Estate Show at gmail.com. You can watch this show on YouTube and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you learned something or if you really love this show, give us a like on YouTube and drop a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. The NMLS number for Security Home Mortgage is 178787. The NMLS number for Jason Christiansen is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. Talk to you next week. Uh-huh. Smooth transaction. That's not very smooth. Oh, man. Well, that's not very smooth. That's what we're talking about today. We got to do it faster than that. I didn't know. I was waiting for Jason. I, I usually right. do it. I, was, I, I wasn't ready. Okay. We all were like... Uh, shirtless from from the, <laughs> like just in our towns, like Old Spice style. Okay. With our little, Go back and watch no. all of our bloopers, okay? And you will hear Tyler. You know what would be really cool is if we were all shirtless <laughs> several times. That's only happened once. I, I believe that you talked me into getting into a shower. You wanted to get in the shower. He wasn't in the shower with me, so let's make that clear. I was filming him. <laughs> <laughs> We could, whose baby could we get? No. No. Closer? Because no. I didn't really say anything. I could not be here. He just there for looks. Yeah. I'm just here for looks, guys. Sure. We can take that out. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean?